Conroy. And I'm Vanessa Vitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, which is the largest statewide business association in the country. For more info on us, visit njbia.org. We release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout. Shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance. They provide home, auto, and workers' comp insurance, and they are the official sponsor of the show, so check them out if you need some insurance. Just a couple housekeeping matters before we get started. Today's podcast is available every other Wednesday or whenever you want to listen to it on the podcast network of your choice. That's iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, wherever you want. If you're not into the whole podcast thing, you can check this show out on YouTube. See these smiling faces every other Wednesday. Um, if you're listening to this on a network that allows for ratings and reviews, we would totally love that five-star review. Helps us get discovered by more awesome listeners just like you. Um, if you love us, give us the five stars. If you hate us, just don't watch the show, you know? Yeah, just stop. Um, and we would definitely encourage you to subscribe. So if you go to njbia.org slash subscribe, they'll notify you whenever we're new. Absolutely. So with us today from our very own marketing department mm -hmm. is Whitney Lewis. So Whitney, say hi. Tell Hello, everybody. Tell the audience a little about yourself. Uh, I'm Whitney Lewis. I work here with these great people here uh, with BIA. I'm the marketing coordinator. Um, it's been five years. Oh my goodness. Over, over know, five right? years. Almost six years <laughs> that I've been with BIA. Um, so pretty much all of the planned content material that comes out of BIA, um, my team works with it. I work on that team. Tell me what planned content is. Um, so a lot of the emails that come out, a lot of the uh, social, uh, this is the social media team here. We are the social media committee. <laughs> yes, Actually, we should give one. a shout out to Angeline yeah, Lee, Angeline. who's not here Hi, with Angeline. us today. But the social media at BIA is done by the three of us and yes. Angeline. Yes. Yep. Um, so a lot of the uh, the planned, or I say planned, but meaning that graphics and content um, that we are scheduling and hoping to put out in the future. So things that we know that are coming, not necessarily things that just happen off the cuff and you know news related materials, um, emails, uh, the website, a lot of pretty much all the the marketing materials. Cool. <laughs> yes. All right. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So today's icebreaker is. What is the proper way to load silverware into the dishwasher? Okay. <laughs> there is only one right answer. <laughs> this is really funny because I do not use my dishwasher. Really? <laughs> yes. You so wash my hand? The I proper wash, way is none then. <laughs> I do not use my dishwasher. And right. my fiance and I had this debate when we bought our home because <laughs> in his household, that's all he uses. Yeah. Um, and I hand wash everything. And I really? still have not used it, our dishwasher, now that I'm in. Wow. Yeah, so my parents have a dishwasher as well at their home, but we grew up, and I don't know if it's because my fam my parents are from Trinidad and Tobago, but we never used our dishwasher. We have it. It always sat there, but we always just wash our dishes as we come and go. Um, so everything <laughs> I hand wash, and I just wash my dishes then. But my fiance, always preparing for using the dishwasher, lets dishes sit there, mm. lets them marinate, or like rinses them out before <laughs> you put them in. Yeah, let them soak. Um, but yes, I don't, I don't use it, and I don't really know how to use mine. Wow, it's wow. it's not that difficult. You just load them in. <laughs> well, we uh, have we have soap. A, you sharp soap. Yeah. Well, okay, we have an say. older dishwasher though. Disclaimer: right. in both homes. Okay. Um. So, yes, I'm really bad. Huh. Wow. All right. Well, then, how do you? Uh, <laughs> how, how would so you? So the load forks your... and the spoons go up. Yeah. Um. Same thing with the not so sharp knives. The butter like knives. The butter knives. Yeah. And then the sharp stuff I put down. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Right. Always. Always. Up. Yeah. Because, you know, some people will be like, oh, but then you have to touch the the part of the fork that you eat with with your hands in order to put it away. Well, you got to wash your hands But guess what? You, you just this. wash your yeah. hands. Yeah. I mean, you're touching your food all the time as you prepare it. Just wash your hands. Yeah. Not a big deal. Exactly. Well, I will say now that I'm not that I use a dishwasher, but just to be devil's advocate, what happens if you're picking up the knife and you're using it? Shouldn't you put the handle down so it's easier for people to pick up? 
put the handle down. But if it's well, in the basket, it's not going to get as clean as if it's up. So true. with the okay. knives, okay. Like the yeah, sharp right? stuff I put down. Oh, yeah. you put the, the sharp stuff. Okay. So yeah, 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 you're grabbing it like that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sharp stuff down, everything else up. Okay. To play devil's advocate, Obviously. though, people have told me that if you do that, where the sharp stuff is down, it can, like, clip the... Uh, Whatever the, yeah, the spinny thing. The spinny mm. thing. Right. <laughs> That's the technical term, and I think. break your dishwasher, but I'd rather ha like risk that yeah. than risk slicing my hand open just because I'm like putting the dishes away. You know, I actually don't think I put sharp stuff into the dishwasher. I do all that stuff by hand just in case, just to be safe. Hey, my yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I have a friend whose dad uses the dishwasher as the dish drainer, the, the place where you put clean dishes to let it, mm. to let them air dry. Interesting. So he'll wash my hand, yeah. and he'll he'll use the dishwasher to like put the wet stuff in to let it dry overnight. Gotcha. Wow. Okay. I've never seen that before. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that was interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe. Sorry. Didn't I, yeah. Wow. I know that. I'm sorry. So okay. Yeah. So at this point in the show, we usually ask you what you do at BIA. Okay. But since we kind of covered that before, okay. I was going to ask you if there's anything coming up that you're working on, like anything exciting, you know. Um, exciting things that I'm working on. You just designed the postcard for, um, Frank Robinson's Well, I did not do that one. Oh, you oh, didn't? Mike did. Mike, Mike. Sanchez. He's Shout amazing. And all, a lot of the, um, big postcards he's been designing. Okay. Um, but I'll put the a email. JPEG of it up on the screen <laughs> yes. while we're talking. Yeah. Um, but the email that riffs off of the work, the amazing work he did, I put that email together. Oh. <laughs> nice. Um, so that's why we kind of work as a team. So there might be pieces that Mike takes a lead on, and then I will try to, um, Use that base and then create it to make it email applicable, social media applicable. Um, because as you guys know, um, one photo you can't use across every single no. platform. You kind of have to adjust the, the sizing and um, the spacing of things so it can fit into every bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yes. All right. Yeah, but we have a lot of big things. Women's Business Leaders Forum, ELC. We just started the Save the Date email for that this mm -hmm. week. Um, golf day, I think, is coming soon. We have an soon, email yeah. coming for June that. 3rd. Yes. I think yep. I have an email scheduled next week, so I have to start working on that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a lot of big things coming up. Lots. I know. <laughs> it's all, I, I feel like the first quarter of, uh, of the year has been nice and quiet, mm -hmm. but it's all ramping up. There's yes. like two big events in June, one big event in July, August is quiet, and then bam, September, Women Business Leaders Forum. Yeah, September's going to be big. Yeah. Excited for that, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. So, if somebody out there is not subscribed to our social media, sell them on it. Okay. You should follow <laughs> NJBIA at NJBIA um, for really great updates on news related to business material that's happening in the state of New Jersey, um, the benefits uh, that NJBIA offers if you want to get a little bit more insight on it without the full, full description and just a little bit pieces of information that you might find um, is helpful. You can find that on social media. Also, all the photos and events and things that are happening, um, we usually do kind of play-by-plays um, and follow-ups on all the great events and things that we do. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Very good. I think we'll take a quick break and then be back with Awful or Awesome. Sure. Okay. Cool. Okay, we're back and it's time to play Awful or Awesome. I'm going to name three things and you have to decide quickly if they're awful or awesome and then be prepared to defend your answers. Are you ready? Okay. Ready. All right. First up, vacationing with your in-laws. <laughs> I'm divorced. I've never done it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it many a time, and it's been um, all 
Quite Ooh. awful planning. Oh, awful planning. But I will say it's awesome after the experience. Oh. I would say that when you're when you come back from it, you kind of really good bonding experience with your in-laws sure. and family. Um, but the whole time period getting to that point painful it's painful yeah it's painful that's mm -hmm. a really good way of uh, <laughs> of expressing it because yes. I was gonna say you know as a divorced person yes. I can speak freely um awful. Here we go. awful. <laughs> yes um but you're right on the other side of it mm -hmm. you're kind of grateful for the experience you found yes. it a little bit there was maybe a little, some, some yelling, some tears, it's yes. fine, but <laughs> Yes, and I say that it's funny because the question, I just got a text message from my future sister-in-law this week about vacation planning for the summer. Oh. And I say it's awful because we're stuck in these situations with my fiance and his work schedule doesn't allow us going. So oh. I'm, I'm, he, she's asking me and I'm like, oh, I don't know. So it just, it kind of puts us in this awful position because I know there is going to be possibly a debate or possibly a discussion about it. And I unfortunately, I always have to side with my fiance, but well, yeah. I know that there's no wiggle room and there's, we're just gonna get, we're gonna fight a little bit, thing. I'll fight some things out, but <laughs> it will all work out and we'll go on vacation. It is what it <laughs> but is. it's deciding the week and the time and getting so many people together and figuring out this and that. It's hard to get a large group. Um, so that's why I say the planning is awful, but the time is usually pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like it. Ben? Mm. Yeah, no, I, I've never done it. I think we're gonna be in a position to have to do it more going forward. Because you got the kid. I got the kid and everything is Chloe's first this and Chloe's first that and nobody wants to miss it. And it's like, yeah. Like, you know, I talked about how later in the year we're going to California for my brother's wedding and that's at Disney. So now we have like this cavalcade of people that want to be there for Chloe's first oh my Disney, God. even if they're not going to the wedding. And so now Tara's <laughs> thinking about setting up another Disney trip just for no. that. And I'm like, no, right? No, no. 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 <laughs> no. You know what is great though? I just remember when I was a little kid, when I got old enough, my parents would just ship me off with my grandparents. Mm, so that's true. a thing. Like It depends on how close they are though, or far away. That's true, that's yes. true. But there might be a time in your life when you can just give her to somebody for the week. Oh, that'd be nice. Right? Yes. <laughs> like, let them enjoy. Week is yes. a little long. You know, I could go for like a day or a weekend. You know? like, I don't want to be I that used to monster. Do a, I used to do like, a week away. Take my kid for the semester. Uh, <laughs> no, I used to do a semester. In the summer. In the summer. I used yeah. to do a week with my grandparents and then a week with my godparents. Um, and That's that was usually awesome. two weeks away in like August or so. How old were you when that started? Um, I'd probably say like second or third grade. Right. And then it used to be old? all my cousins would go to at the same time. So all the cousins would get the week right. together with grandparents and we get to spend the time. And I bet your parents were like, party. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. The roof would come yeah. off. Let me tell you. <laughs> and you were an only child, and I suspect yeah. you were a pretty good kid. Yeah. Of like course, there was always a little bit of drama with that because then my cousins and I, we kind of go in a row. So it's my oldest oh. cousin, then it's me, and then my younger cousin. Um, but then they're sisters. So whenever we would do these trips together, it would be my older cousin and I always had these times together. Um, and then my younger cousin felt left out. But then when we would go back home, it would be the two of them, and I would be the one left sure. out. Sure. Um, so mm. there's always a little bit of drama there, but yeah, but I I thought about you with the Disney because that's where we did our family trip last year. Yeah, Steve's family, and we brought his niece, um, our niece who is going to be three this year. How did it go? Um, it was tough. Yeah, it's really tough bringing a toddler to Disney. I yeah. think I will personally wait till my kids are around like eight or nine. Yeah. Um, but it was really it was life. fun. I mean, I love Disney, and it's really cool seeing it through a child's eyes. Um, but financially, time wise. You know, irritability-wise, like it's yeah. just, you know, it's just I want to start tough. a pool on how long it's going to take before she's just over it. Yeah. And I think I'm going to win at like 
20 minutes. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. That would happen. Yeah. The first couple, and then it's like you want all these photo opportunities because you're in Disney World and you have all the characters. Yeah. And after the first character, sometimes the kids don't care. I mean, some might, but I just know in our case, mm. it was one or two, and then, oh, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> she's really into Minnie Mouse. I don't think she knows who any of the other characters are mm -hmm. at this point. She's too little. Yeah. You know? So I thought you were going to say a pool on how long until she's over it, meaning like by the time she's five, she's totally going to be over it. You I mean, hours. That day. Yeah, that like, day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't even occur to me as a possibility. She's too small, yeah. Yeah. Because she is two and a half, three? No, she's no. 19 months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're, yeah it'll, We're not even two yet. She <laughs> it'll be, be an experience. She'll be two when she's there, or maybe she will be. The photos will be amazing. Yeah. The, yeah. the initial like reactions will be great, but they will be few. I would say to say few and far between because you're going to have a lot of, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm hot. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Mm. Um, and then you'll get this really, really cute moment, and it'll make it kind of all worth it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She'll still be in diapers at that point, so at least you won't yeah. have to like wait in yeah. line for like, the The strollers are tough because you have to carry everything. Thing and bring everything, mm. but again, there for are no parent, strollers, or you have to bring the stroller. But you have to. Oh, you have yeah. to bring the stroller. You have to bring the stroller and pack everything. Okay. You guys are but used you to that. Skip the line if you uh, have a kid with diapers. Well, no. I just mean that you could like change your. You're like, no. no. Well, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> so I'm not a parent, but I was thinking you could just, you know, create a human shield and change her on a park bench instead yeah. of oh, okay. like waiting in line. Sure. But my, I say this now, but I bet when I have a kid, I will probably be on the opposite side saying like, I want to go to Disney and I want to do it now. But mm. um, when I'm thinking rationally right now, I don't see it happening. Uh -uh. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Well, All right. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Next up, daylight savings time. Daylight savings time awful. is heinous. Awful. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm so glad I'm not the only one. It was awful. Yeah. I'm I think now it's finally get getting back into yeah. my schedule after the whole week. Of it took a week. Yes. I felt like I had been hit by a Mack truck. I, I as well. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. And I'm not even talking just about that because that's terrible. Mm -hmm. yeah. But just think about like, okay, I got this one clock in my house oh. and it, it thinks mm -hmm. it's really intelligent. It's right. like, hold on. I'm gonna do this whole daylight savings thing for you. Mm. And I guess it's just old enough that we used to have like different times <laughs> that we did this or different rules. Mm -hmm. It's never right. So anytime daylight savings time comes, I have to spend like 40 minutes trying to like trick this mm. clock into being right. And yeah, I should just go buy another just clock. Just throw it away. But this do clock you, is amazing. Do you wait it out? So mm. I waited until, so my car doesn't change. No, mine either. And my fiance was yelling at me this weekend because it was Sunday afternoon and I still had not changed the time. <laughs> and I was like, I'll get around to it. He's like, let me just do it for you now. <laughs> but that was the only clock that I'd love to have to change. And I was like, I'm just I used wait to have a clock above my fridge and it was difficult enough to get to that I never changed it. So mm. like half the year it was just wrong by an yep. hour. Because <laughs> yeah. I had to like grab one of the island bar stools, drag it over yep. the fridge, climb up on top, and I'm no, mm -hmm. I just don't know. There was a year, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, where we did that with this clock. Because what it does, it projects the time onto the ceiling so that at night, you know, like you open your eyes, you can see what time wow. it is. Wow. Yeah. That's very fancy. And I love that about it. But like, you know, it's just this one thing about it that is terrible. <laughs> But there was one year where we just let it go. And, you know, you're doing that math in your head. Not that it's like math, math. Right. But like 3 mm -hmm. o'clock in the morning when you're looking at it. And is you, it 3 or is it 2? Yeah, exactly. Or is it 4? I mm -hmm. don't know. And you get so used <laughs> to doing that that right. when it's right again, you know, like you, you're still kind of doing that. It just screws up your whole life. Yeah. And totally why? does. Why? Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. I also used to, going back to the car, the clocks on the cars, I used to keep my car clock 10 minutes behind or 10 minutes fast. Mm. Oh. So I always thought I was late. Yeah. And it would get me moving a little bit quicker. It's a good way to be on time for stuff. Yes. 
Now I, I don't do it right now, but I did that for like a good ten years. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to do that too with my like watch watch. Mm-hmm. It gets to be like a dangerous game though. It does. Yeah, yeah. it mm. does. True. I spent a lot of time waiting for people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's annoying. I think there was one point I didn't realize Tara was doing that, but she like had set her clock. I don't know some amount of time off from what it really was, and I was in her car once. You know, like driving somewhere and I saw that the clock was off so I fixed it and I might as well have just ruined her life. Oh I don't my know. gosh. Yeah. Without her asking you just took it upon yeah, no, yourself. Like, you look at it and you're like oh well, this is Let off. Let me be helpful. Yeah. Let me be helpful. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No you should never help your wife. That's, that's <laughs> the lesson. Yeah. I, no, I would not do that. <laughs> Alright last one uh, and this is a little maybe a little weird but um, it's one that I've been sitting on because I just was hoping for a really good convo about it. Okay. So the Kim Cattrall versus Sarah Jessica Parker fight. I almost said Parson. Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker fight. I My, mean, yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's awful that they're fighting. Right, it's so sad, but... It is sad. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> I am here for it. I mean, whose side are we on? Oh, Kim Cattrall. I'm on Kim Cattrall. Obviously. Side. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm on Sarah Jessica Parker. No, right. Okay, explain. Well, maybe that's because I'm not too well-versed in it. Maybe. Okay, me neither. And I don't know that I definitely know the origin story. Okay. I just know that SJP can be a little bit too much. Yeah. And Kim Cattrall always comes off on social media as like very chill, very laid back, very like genuine, okay. authentic. Did you see the article? Sarah Jessica Parker was complaining once in a magazine about, so she showed up at this event, award show or event, and she happened to be wearing the same dress as somebody else mm-hmm. at the event. And her quote in the magazine was something like, no, it's just unheard of, and the uh, the designer should have known better, and obviously this is not as big a deal as like world peace or hunger, but it was completely inappropriate. She kept like trying to seesaw, like so angry, yeah. but obviously knowing that she didn't really, she doesn't, should. I don't really care, but it really it hurt, right, yeah, exactly. hurt my feelings, yeah. <laughs> right, and I was like, this might mm. just be indicative of who you are as a person, and if so, Okay. I can't. I can't with mm. you. She also was quoted once in an article talking about Christmas. She said, in my family, on Christmas Eve, the tree is naked and unadorned, and all of the children... That make it easier. Right. All of the children <laughs> go to bed, and then everybody who um, is an adult decorates the tree so that the little kids come down in the morning and to a tree that Santa has decorated. Huh. Oh, that's high and, maintenance. Right. <laughs> yeah. High maintenance. I was just it's a like, lot to do on that one night. Yeah. Unad- mm. the, she used words like unadorned and naked and I was just like, mm, okay, ah, it's a little bit much. Calm down. It's your tree. It's your Christmas okay. tree. Uh, mm. Calm down. I think the origin of it was that Sarah Jessica Parker was making like a million dollars an episode and Kim Cattrall was yes. making like $300,000 an episode. <gasps> Is that? Yeah. And so Kim oh. Cattrall, I keep saying Kim Cattrall. We could just limit this Kim. to Kim. Kim, Kim, Kim. Sarah. Was saying like she wanted, you know, pay equity mm-hmm. or pay yeah. parity. Because you can't do the show without her. Right. So, and they, they kept turning her down. And then the movies came around and, you know, like Sarah Jessica Parker made $10 million on Sex and the City mm-hmm. 2. And Kim Cattrall made $6 million. <gasps> And yeah. then um, Sarah Jessica Parker made an extra five million because she's a producer. Not that she does any. I, I don't know if she does any work. I as don't a that's terrible. Yeah. Like yeah. I always gave the friends credit for lobbying together as a team so that yeah. they would each yeah. make a million dollars an episode. Yeah. They went in like collective bargaining yeah. for real. And it sounds like Sarah was like, I got mine. I don't care. But then I also think of too though, like too. Yeah. I think it. I think about it a little bit differently though with those two because I, when I think of Sex in the City, I think of SJP. I don't think of. Mm. The other, I mean, yeah, the other three girls were her best friends and the whole crew, but the same thing with friends. Like, I don't think of like 
a token, I think, of friends. I don't think of just one just person. Just one person. One person. So <laughs> Carrie was the star. Carrie was the star, deserved, and she had... She deserved to make the money. I, Not that she deserved to make the money, but I think, though, Kim Cattrall has been, like, lingering this out and just making applying this to all the things. Like, Maybe. The one thing that I... I caught my attention to this was that when I think Kim Cattrall's brother passed away. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, she and was so mad. Yes. Wait, let's tell the story. Okay. If anybody doesn't know, so <laughs> apparently Kim Cattrall's brother died, and Sarah like reached out, I guess, yes. or sent. Yeah, over Instagram or something. Oh yeah, and Kim's response was, "We are not friends. Step back. Want nothing to do with you." Yeah. Yes. Publicly said that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Kind of. Right? Yeah. I feel, and that's why I'm kind of just like on. You're with SJP because I feel like she is not. I mean, maybe there are these these subtle low digs that she's doing, you know, purposefully. I don't know, I don't know but for to me, it just seems like some person who's just really, really, really pissed off, can't let things go, mm -hmm. dragging things out, and a person's just like, you know, we're just colleagues. I'm not trying to be, you know, your best friend, but I just want to tell you, you know, well wishes and right, condolences. Right, right. Mm. You don't have to bring up another fight. Did the other girls ever weigh in? Yeah, so I think Kim Cattrall's the only, she's the outlier on this. Everybody else is on the other side, I'm pretty sure. Everybody is making less. Well, the, the other two make even less than the two of them. So when I talked really? about, because I, I Googled this today in preparation for this talk. So when I said that Sarah Jessica Parker made 10 on Sex and the City 2, mm -hmm. Kim Cattrall made six, the other two made two. <gasps> yeah. Just to put this into perspective, yeah. that movie cost $100 million to make and made $300 million. So, you know, it wouldn't have been the yeah. end of the world for them to throw I'm Kim Cattrall 4 and the other two yeah. 8. But then right I now. also was hearing, too, that for the third movie, which was now completely on the stops because of Kim Cattrall, right. is she was the only person, she was in like contact, contract negotiations and then would only sign the contract if they agreed her other projects that she was working on. And they told her that they wouldn't do that. So I this is actually <laughs> why I'm on Team Kim here. And really? I'm going to explain this. So, Can't wait. All right. They, they wanted to make Sex and the City 3. And Kim Cattrall, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's a number of different conflicting stories here. It's either that she wanted too much money, mm -hmm. that she wanted all of her projects um, approved, or that she just artistically didn't want to do it. Yeah. And regardless of what the reason is, Kim Cattrall does not want to do Sex in the City 3, and Sarah Jessica Parker, and I'm paraphrasing here, does. And that is the heart of why yes. I'm on her side. Because Sex in the City 2 was awful. It was. It was like, awful. In a decade that included a bunch of like Twilight, Fifty Shades, mm -hmm. and oh. even Human Centipede yes. movies, Sex in the City 2 stands out to me as <laughs> the worst movie of the decade. Why would you want to continue that? The worst that? movie of the decade? Like, I, don't, I don't know about that. Kim Cattrall is <laughs> trying to give us a mercy here. Yeah. Every day that Sex in the City 3 does not exist is a gift. Yeah. Don't squander it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, I could go either way. I mean, I was a Sex in the City fan. I was but too. But I think of all the horrible franchises that we just keep on Pumping out. Like pumping out. Mm. You know. And two wrongs don't make a right. You know, you know? Fast and the Furious 13 oh my or whatever exactly. you're on. But, I mean, if the people want the movie, give the people the movie. Oh, but, no. like, it's, it's it takes somebody, it takes somebody <laughs> like a Kim Cattrall to stand up and go, you know nope. what? No. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. You that's know what? what well, then that's fine if you do all right now, but I think it was the fact that she had people lingering for so long and she was just, like, teeter-tottering between it and, like, having... You know, just make it, if it's no, have it be no from the beginning and don't start these negotiations and don't start all of this if you already knew you were going to, you know, lean towards no to begin with. Well, weren't you telling me that she was on some reality show where she had, like, I'm not going to say money problems, but, like, you know, it was like money was tight or whatever? 
You were telling me there was like a slice of life kind of like. But it wasn't a reality show. She was on like a Canadian show Mm -hmm. um, that was really good. Like her and her husband were like just living life in Toronto Mm -hmm. and they had a kid and the kid was like uh, kind of this entitled jerk who was like, why wouldn't you pay for my apartment and you know, stuff like that. And they were like, look, man, life life is life. You Mm -hmm. gotta gotta get a job maybe. it was a really good show, and I wish I could think of the name of it. We'll we'll put it up. We'll Google it. But it's not like she couldn't. It's not use a reality the, show. Even no, the no. six million. No, it was like yeah. a scripted show. Was it the one on HBO? Oh, it was scripted. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant that was her life. Oh. No, like, oh. no, it was like I a was scripted like, it's not show. like she couldn't use the six million. The fact that she's being like, <laughs> no. no, is is pretty like you know. No, which made admirable. me think that. Um, she wanted her other projects like funded, mm. which Some maybe like greenlit, whatever. Greenlit, right? It, yeah. So it might have been this other show. It might have been HBO. Wait, I'm confused now. I thought you were talking about Sarah Jessica Parker. No, you're sorry, about Kim. Control. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all of Sarah Jessica's projects post Sex in the City, with the exception of The Family Stone. I love The Family Stone. I cry every damn mm-hmm. time. All of her projects post Sex in the City have been pretty garbage. I mean, let's let's put Hocus Pocus aside. What that has Sarah pre. Jessica Parker been in that, that was, was any good? Pre. Other than right, but I'm just saying oh, in her entire in her entire career. life. Oh goodness. There was that Steve Martin movie way back at like the beginning of time, but she was like not even a named. I think it was like her original nose. It was so long ago. Oh, <laughs> Footloose. <laughs> she was in Footloose. She I think was she, she was like the best okay. friend of the huh. the main actress there. I don't okay. know. Okay. Yeah. Was she in the first Wives Club? No, right? That was the yeah. one. She was. She was. That, okay, that's a good movie. That's a good, yeah, that's that's a good, good movie. movie. I'll yeah, give it yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll give her that. And Kim Cattrall, anything <laughs> worth it? You know, like, no, right? Do you remember Mannequin? I loved no. that movie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Mannequin? I vaguely remember it. You don't know No, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. All right, so picture this. Okay. Andrew McCarthy, right, back in the 80s. He's looking for a job in New York, and Estelle Getty, who went on to play the iconic Sophia in Golden sure. Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is the owner of a department store, and on a whim, she hires this Andrew McCarthy to start like dressing up the windows of her uh, her downtown Manhattan department store. Mm-hmm. And so he's like in the window one night, putting putting the scene together, and the mannequin comes to life, mm-hmm. and it's played by Kim Cattrall. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was magical. Magical. <laughs> I mean, maybe enough. not, maybe not. But I remember as a kid just being like, "Oh my god, this is hilarious and so fun." Okay. Yeah, and of mm-hmm. course they fall in love, and they have to figure out how to make it work because you know she's a mannequin. Mm. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I okay. think we've exhausted. That's sure. the game, right? That's the game. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. All right. So, Whitney, what's one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self? Ooh. Oh goodness. Let me think here. Um, I think to just like go with the flow. Maybe I get to be a little bit uptight sometimes when I'm like working through projects because I'm just you know so laser focused on certain things. Um, to be okay when things probably don't go my way and to just kind of rebound mm. a little bit easier. I think that's something that I've, I've taken with over time. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good advice. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. All right. Um, anything else you want to mention? We were talking a little bit about member engagement on the break. Yes. Well, I would just say that that's one of the big things that um, BIA is working on for this year and that I've kind of been working in in my projects. So if you are a recent member or you've been a member from BIA, you probably received an email um, that I created and sent out. Um, And it's to give you a heads up on some of the other benefits and the other things that BIA offers. Um, Because a lot of our members, they might have joined for one specific reason um, and they might get a lot of use out of that. But we want to just showcase the whole back office suite of of things that we offer our members. Um, So I kind 
kind of send in those once in a while emails. Um, when you first join is a welcome, every, once every six, uh, six months after you join, and then uh, every three weeks for people as well. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Member engagement is very important mm -hmm. to, to BIA, and so we're always looking for new ways to plug members yes. into what's going on. We offer, I mean, we offer so many amazing benefits, so we just want to make sure that they're really getting the most use out of their dues. Absolutely. I feel like asking, like, what are the, the benefits, you know, like, popcorn them out. Well, one of the <laughs> biggest ones is the health benefit solution. Yes. So health, health continues yeah. to be one of the most expensive things to offer employees if you're a business owner. Um, and so we have this great solution that not only will save people money, but offers a dividend, which is like almost unheard of wow. in the insurance industry anymore. It's great. Um, we've got credit card processing. We've got a shipping program. We've got discount on prescription programs. Prescription programs. Um, HR and payroll with Prime Point. That's right. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're hotlines. in business in New Jersey, you yes. can save some money. And it's really totally. been great. The past two years, I kind of work on these emails. And it used to be like a block of nine. Then it was a block of 12. Yep. Now I'm at like a block of 16 benefits. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we've really been adding real, a lot more to our toolkit. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Very cool. <laughs> All right, cool. I think that might be our show. That's All the right. show. What? Thank what? you to <laughs> thank you to our listeners, especially the subscribers. We appreciate the support. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group, the official sponsor of the show. They do home, auto, and workers' comps. So check them out. And finally, thank you to Whitney Lewis oh, of our marketing department. <laughs> we had such a good time with you today. Thank you. Thank yes. You. All right. See you mm -hmm. next time. Bye.